Welcome to Exec Talk with Paradigm 360, a podcast featuring C-suite executives, entrepreneurs, nonprofit and government leaders expressing how they model leadership, integrity, and authenticity in the marketplace. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the collaboration with thought leaders from across the globe sharing their best corporate practices. Now let's welcome our host, Executive Leadership Coach Christina Lee, for another amazing conversation. Well, 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 welcome to Paradigm 360. I'm your leadership coach, Christina Lee. I'm so excited to be here with you today on another podcast episode for Exec Talk. Today, I have a friend of mine who is no stranger. That is the world's greatest group team coach and individual coach, Jennifer Britton, all the way from Toronto, Canada. Listen, we are on a mission to help you understand how to reconnect workspaces virtually. And Jennifer is going to come and share uh, her best practices as she is getting ready to release a brand new book called Reconnecting Workspaces. So after this commercial break, and we want to make sure that we thank our sponsor, Paradigm 360 LLC, we will be right back with one of the world's top coaches. Paradigm 360 LLC is a corporate consulting firm that specializes in executive coaching, coach training certification, change management, and an array of leadership development tools designed to build culture and produce authentic leadership within your organization. Our team of experts have over 30 years of combined experience working with C-suite executive, leadership teams, middle management, and frontline employees. We take pride in our corporate motto, building world-class leaders one conversation at a time. Please look us up on the web at www.paradigm360consulting.com. Until then, we'll see you at the top. You're listening to Exec Talk with Paradigm 360 with Executive Leadership Coach Christina Lee. After the show, stay connected at www.paradigm360consulting.com. Now back to the show with your host, Christina Lee. All right, we are back and I am excited. I need you to grab your favorite beverage, your chips or your cookies or whatever you do when you're listening to a podcast, but make sure you have a pen and a paper because we're going to get some fantastic nuggets today as it relates to reconnecting workspaces. I want to introduce to the world Jennifer J. Britton. She is on a mission to support 5 million remote and hybrid workers in doing their best work this decade. As the CEO and founder of Potentials Realize, she's dedicated to supporting virtual, remote, and hybrid teams, organizations around leadership, performance, and teamwork. She's designed award-winning coaching skills training with a client list spanning tech, healthcare, financial services, and multilateral organizations. A former leader with the United Nations, Jennifer is equally comfortable leading conversations from corporate boardrooms to South American jungles, Zoom rooms to radio waves. Jennifer is also well known for her engaging, interacting virtual conversations with groups and teams. She's considered a thought leader in the areas of group and team coaching. She's been living and leading in remote spaces for three decades. Tune in to the Remote Pathways podcast where Jennifer explores the people, places, and pathways to remote work with her co-host, Michelle Mullins. Listen, we're so excited to have her on the show. 
Exec Talk. Please welcome our guest today, Jennifer Britton. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hey, Christina. It's so good to join you again. I really loved our last conversation, but I think our maybe your listeners will love this one even more. Well, I, I believe they will. But before we start, you got to talk to me a little bit about this South American jungles. <laughs> I want to know a little bit about that. That is fantastic. I know that you were a former leader uh, with the UN. What an impressive uh, resume and footprint that you've had in the world. Jennifer, unpack some of this great work that you've done. Well, my work's always been about conversations, right? That's why this book, Reconnecting Workspace, is all about helping people thrive, whether you are still working remotely, whether you are back face-to-face, -face, or perhaps you are hybrid, where you have some people you know, uh, in a headquarters or in an office and other people still working from home. And so I started my career three decades ago now uh, leading a just amazing, amazing teams, uh, multinational teams in countries across Central and South America. And so that's that reference. And uh, really, the, the almost 15 years that I worked within the international sector, I think gave me almost 100 years of experience because every day was radically different. And when I left the UN, unfortunately, because I'd lost some vision in one of my eyes, I decided that I would continue the adventure here in Canada with Potentials Realized, my own country, my own company. And in the last 17 years now of this business, I've been able to continue, I think, world-changing conversations, but from a distance. So what started off three decades ago by long-range radio waves, then became phone-based conversations. And of course, we've all become very familiar with Zoom. Luckily, I think our next iteration in the world is we'll be back to perhaps not working, you know, remote by chance, but remote by choice, which really makes a big difference. But it also creates some complexity as we're looking at how do we really help people reconnect? How do we also help people do their best work, whether they are back face to face or they are in that hybrid environment of some face to face and some remote? Wow, this is timely. Uh, Jennifer, and it's funny, you know, you've been in this space for decades and, you know, we are now just jumping in this space um, because of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. The world was thrusted into having to uh, reconnect, if you will, their workspaces virtually. And so I know that you had been pinning this as an author for quite a while, but isn't it amazing that uh, life was interrupted with uh, this pandemic and now this book, uh, I'm sure it will become a bestseller before the first copy gets into some of our larger bookstores and, and uh, online platforms. How are you feeling about you know, the potential of this book, given the space that it was released in. Yes. Well, it's been a labor of love. As you said, it's been a long time coming. It's gone through many iterations in the last few years. And I'm very hopeful. I think as we all are hopeful that this next phase for all of us is going to be an opportunity to really reimagine and reconnect and really uh, think about what it is intentionally that we want to bring in to help people do their best work, regardless of industry, regardless of type of organization. And I think it's going to have global significance, right? I, uh, as you'd read on the back cover, you know, a year ago, May, March 2020, 3 billion people went remote overnight. Wow. And the last 15 months has not been easy. We've all had to learn how to rework and and do things differently. 
I think now as many places around the world are opening and we still there's some tentativeness about that. But I think our next phase will be how do we really learn to operate in a a continued, uh, you know, variable phase, but in a place where maybe there is a bit more certainty in terms of how we are going to work. And that will mean hybrid. So many organizations have sold their physical infrastructure over the last year. They've opted to either remain remote, remote first, or they are opting to go in a hybrid model where some people may be back to the office full-time or part-time, and some of the workforce will be outside of that. So as someone who has worked in a remote space in as a leader, as a team leader, as someone who has supported uh, conversations around strategic planning and thinking, also from the human resource and human capacity element and the performance angle, I think we've got a really exciting time ahead, as long as we're really intentional about what we're doing and ensuring that we bring all the voices into the room because we know what happens when people are disconnected. Uh, you know, there, there will be people who are left out. And so really reconnecting workspaces is a primer. It is a resource. It's a very thick book covering the range of elements that all of us, not just leaders, but team members alike also need to have in order to do their best work. So for performance through to leadership, teamwork through to project management, um, we've really seen a lot of myths being um, blown up. <laughs> or wow, so so this this uh, body of work can cascade uh, throughout the entire organization. I hear you saying that from the CEO uh, to the frontline worker uh, can benefit from certain chapters in this book. Are the chapters, I know much of your writing, Jennifer, which I love, uh, are standalone chapters where you can um, really, you know, just kind of go to where you need, what you need in the moment. Uh, is this book written in that same spirit? Absolutely. So as you know, Christina, I'm a coach and I'm a, you know, a, a conversationalist at heart. And we don't have vast amounts of time to always sit down. And so every book I've written, this is book number six, is always in chunks. So yes, people can pick up the book. Maybe they're interested today in how do I lead better projects in the remote space you can go to that chapter or maybe someone's preparing for a presentation. They can go to that chapter. So it is written for people at all levels and really has come out of three decades of work with people at all levels in the remote and the hybrid world. So it's interesting. It is what we've been calling the tome and it will actually usher in shorter sort of pocket guides that will come out in the next several years. They're not going to come out right away. But the intention is that even beyond this, there will be continued resources from a reader's level. And I think a great supplement, right? These, um, if we look at the book itself, we're looking at myths and practices, but embedded in the book are things like 16 questions, six questions that you and your team can be in dialogue around in terms of what does good performance mean? Or what's our vision? Um, what does feedback mean for us in this environment? So I have really listened in with the thousands, the tens of thousands of people that I've had the chance to either train, facilitate or coach with in the last three decades, because it doesn't matter where we are in the world, the conversations are very similar. The context may be different, but the conversations and what people need is very, very similar. And so this book, embeds and addresses a lot of those elements.
Wow, that that's fantastic because as I think about where we are as we're trying to move, uh, at least in the United States, to this post-pandemic <laughs> world, uh, and we're, we're doing the best we can here. Um, but I do realize that there's going to be a segment of corporate and maybe even government um, that will see the benefit of not bringing their entire workforce back. Uh, I mean, there's some advantages of of not having everyone uh, in a building, right? We we save energy, uh, you know, real estate. I mean, certainly this is a pathway that can help organizations uh, become leaner and streamline their organization so that they don't have as much brick and mortar, right, to maintain, but can still um, get that high quality of work from their, their teammates and constituents. So with that said, I want to know, what type of support will organizations need to consider as they start to reconnect post-pandemic? Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be a, a very interesting, and it's, a, it's much longer than this podcast itself, but we really want to think about how are people coming back into the workspace? How are we um, really reconnecting people on two levels? So in high performance, in terms of teamwork, in terms of leadership, we know that people need to feel connected. So are we spending time reconnecting people on the personal level, um, you know, welcoming them back? Also, we need to be very clear on results. And that includes things like, are we recreating our team agreements? Are we looking at how we operate at an organization, at departmental level, at team level, so that everyone's clear in terms of what's acceptable and what's not, right? The research has shown time and time and time again for decades now, what do teams and organizations need to thrive? So it is going back to some of these C's, right? Clarity around communication, um, equipping people with collaborative skills, and not just collaboration in the virtual sense, not just collaboration in the in-person sense, but the ability to collaborate across in-person and virtual, so the hybrid. And we've known for years that, you know, the best organizations and teams that are working across these spaces still invest in time, not only in the virtual space, but in the in-person space. So while people might not be able to get around the water cooler every day, are we resuming things like offsites, right? Big offsites where it's working sessions, where it's giving people a chance to come together and operate together. Now I'm making some assumptions here, right? And I'm in Canada right now. We're not on the same path that you're on in the US. You're further ahead than we are. We are still in lockdown, at least here in Toronto. And there's light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, people still need people. And so, you know, how are we bringing people together to have those conversations. And if we can't bring people physically together, how are we incorporating the best of the virtual, which is some of what we talked about last time I was on in terms of really inclusivity, bringing voices in, ensuring that, you know, as well as we evolve a hybrid workspace, it's not an us and them, right? It's not a remote and physical. We need to really re-examine and recreate our, our culture as an organization. And that includes team identity. That also includes, you know, our mottos and our mantras. And some of that may shift a little as we move into a next phase of work. You know, you said something that struck me. It's not a us and them. And how do we help employees mentally shift yeah. uh, in their own mindset uh, for those whose 
work may uh, require that they are on site a little more often than the person who may have the flexibility to have more of a hybrid or to have a total remote uh, work setup. How do we help um, employees embrace that? Because I think you 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 make a good point that this could cause some friction within the organization. Can you speak to that? I sure can. You know, as as a young leader years ago, I was managing hybrid teams. There was headquarters and there was the rest and the teams were in the field. And so this is this is in part why I use the terminology pathways, right? Because I think we're all on our own pathways. And at times we come together and we intersect, whether that is physically or virtually or hybrid. But I think it really is, um, you know, it's a challenge in terms of recognizing that people are going to be on their own unique pathway. They may be in the office five days a week, three days a week, then we don't see them. And so we need to be, I keep using this term intentional, we need to be more proactive and intentional around how are we helping people connect? How are we ensuring that we're giving them the authority and responsibility appropriate so that they can do their work? And are we equipping them with the tools and the support that they need? Support and acknowledgement, right? So a lot of this is taking us back to the basics of leadership. It's not like we're asking people to do anything more, but we are really looking at how do things get magnified for good and bad in a, a, a virtual remote and a hybrid world. And so I think part of that paradigm shift that you referred to at the start as well is it's not just that leaders who need it we really need to look at what about the rest of our teams? How do we ensure that team members are really clear with their communication skills? How do we ensure that they feel comfortable managing meetings or perhaps, you know, advocating or, you know, negotiating when they may feel like they are really cut off? So this is going to be, um, you know, it will be a, a much longer conversation in many organizations, um, but uh, as appropriate, what are we doing to really equip everyone with skills? You know, Jennifer, first of all, I want to go back and say thank you for the language pathways, uh, because I think it is important to help um, our teammates understand that everyone's on a different pathway in the organization. Uh, your trajectory may look a tad bit different in how you do your work, but we're still a team. Yes. And I think that really helps. And that also may help people want to scale their career. If hybrid or being totally virtual is something that they aspire to be or do, uh, then they may want to look at where they are now in terms of where they want to be in the next six to 18 months in the organization. So I could see where we could even champion some good competition and some some healthy uh, ideas around being promoted so that I can uh, uh, pick one of those spaces that work best for me. Um, and I love the fact that we're on this topic because much of what you and I are talking about spans around leaders being open to training and development, OD, all of those things that help employees. And I know we like to just reduce it to soft skills, but it's much more than that. If we don't focus on our human capital and our organizations, it really doesn't matter how much money we make, right? Our bottom line will eventually be impacted. So I want to hear from you, what type of support 
will you offer to organizations that want to connect with you, want to get with Potentials Real Eyes, want to pick up this book and maybe the book like me wasn't enough. They needed Jennifer Britton herself. <laughs> what, what, what do you say to these people? Because our audience spans from, from government to corporate to nonprofit to uh, all different sectors. And I'd like for people to be able to hear from you. What should they, what should, uh, they expect as far as support from you? Well, what a great question. And, you know, you you really raised another important word, you know, capacity development. My entire career has been about building capacity. And that takes many, many different forms, right? I, I am only one person. <laughs> and I have a very big mission. And when I started this business, I may have shared this on the last podcast, but our business logo is the water drop and the ripple effect. And if I look back at my last 30 years of work, whether I was with the United Nations or in Potentials Realized, it's really been about creating uh, conditions and skills for people to take their conversations forward to affect the change that they want. So we at Potentials Realized provide coaching, training, and consulting services in the virtual space, in coaching skills. I also continue to work in that there will be a whole series of reconnecting workspaces coaches and facilitators who can also, they're going to be, you know, trained up and qualified to take out many of these pieces of work. Uh, it, we're going to have reconnecting workspaces, coaching circles as well, which can go into organizations and be facilitated by your own team. So there's really a range of different products and services that are coming out with this book, because I know that it's not a one size fits all. Some organizations will want to bring it internally and train up their own teams to do this work. Others will just want to buy the book for, you know, team members and leaders. And yet others are going to need coaching conversations, whether that's at the individual team or group levels. And so very much, you know, I'd love to connect with people who are interested in this topic and thinking about what could it look like for us at our organization. And throughout summer of 2021 and into the fall, I'll be hosting a series of roundtables for people who are interested in terms of let's have a dialogue around what this can look like for you. What supports do you have that you can activate and ripple out in your organization? What else is needed in terms of external support? Wow, that's fantastic. What I hear you saying is that organizations can reach out to you and you will literally help them, uh, you know, kind of acclimate right into this more long term virtual uh, workspace. I, I think that's fantastic. The, the um, forums that you're going to have over the summer, how would people get connected to that? Because I could imagine that uh, our listening audience would be excited to have an opportunity to do something like that. Well, at just like anything in this space, you know, things move quickly and swiftly. And I think the best resource portal will be reconnectingworkspaces.com, reconnectingworkspaces.com. So resources around the book, resources around upcoming training, resources around upcoming hubs and conversation spaces can all be found at that site. Because if you're listening to this in say August, there may be things that it didn't even exist at this stage, right? I know in this world, things move fast. And so we continue to iterate very quickly with our programming, which is what you can do in the virtual space as well. So really Absolutely. excited about it. Yeah. Well, well, Jennifer, we're going to take a quick commercial break and I can't wait to come back and have some follow-up questions because 
I can tell you our audience is is probably thinking this is way too short. We need more. We need more. But uh, we're going to take this commercial break and we'll be right back with Jennifer Britton. Are you ready to jumpstart your conversations? How about create a culture of transformation through powerful coaching questions? Then Accelerated Coaching Conversations is the solution for your team or organization. Paradigm 360 offers a one-day coaching training course that will introduce powerful skills that coaches use to create high-quality, breakthrough conversations. These conversations help to improve the participants' personal and professional effectiveness. People can leverage the power of conversations to impact people in transformational ways. Trainees will learn how to listen for what really matters, understand how to ask powerful questions that result in increased workplace productivity, identify conversation killers that sabotage constructive relationships, learn how to identify the types of questions that create space for people to respond authentically. For more information about Accelerated Coaching Conversations, please contact us in the following ways. On the web, Paradigm360Consulting.com or drop us an email at info at P360Coach.com to schedule your next corporate, government, or nonprofit Accelerated Coaching Conversation for your team today. In the between time, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Paradigm360 underscore LLC or check out our latest leadership podcast, Exec Talk on Apple, Google and Spotify platforms for the latest and greatest corporate and business tips. In the words of our marketplace coach, Christina Lee, we will see you at the top. You're listening to Exec Talk with Paradigm 360 with Executive Leadership Coach Christina Lee. After the show, stay connected at www.paradigm360consulting.com. Now back to the show with your host, Christina Lee. All right, all right. We are back with Jennifer Britton, and I don't want to let her go, but I know we both have to get back to our remote working spaces. <laughs> Jennifer, I actually have two questions for you, if it's okay. Uh, And I was thinking about this question during the break. I think as I examine teams that I've worked with, much of the breakdown has been around trust. Uh You are taking people whom have never worked virtually before into a remote world. And a lot of changes has happened in organizations because people have not felt trusted. They feel micromanaged. Systems have been kind of implemented to make people feel as if they're not professional, or at least people are perceiving it that way. Mm -hmm. How do you help a team? What advice would you give in this, you know, reconnecting workspace around trust and building trust? Such an important topic, you know, and certainly for the last five years, I've been talking with organizations, with leaders, with team members around what can we do to build trust and what's eroding trust? Like, I think this is really the million dollar question for everyone. And it's those small micro actions that build it and erode it at the same time. Now, as we've seen in this last year by so many teams, we don't see the good things online, right? We only see the problems. So I think we need to go, again, go back to leadership basics. Like, how are we catching people do things right? How are we addressing issues quickly, professionally, 
and without blame, right? And also, how are we micro monitoring and not micro managing? <laughs> so this wow, is where micro monitoring. Okay, now you know you're going to have to unpack that, Jennifer. People <laughs> are going to want to know what that means. Please share that. I yes, love well, that. I I can't take credit for this term, but it comes from a wonderful subject matter expert that I collaborated, collaborated with for many, many years running an organization's senior leadership academy. And he had this great terminology of like, don't micro manage, micro monitor. Wow. And that really, you know, when we work remote, hybrid, or even face to face, if we really want to empower our team members to do their best work, we need to really go back to the basics around management by objectives. Like, what are we here to do? What does success look like? What is going to really move the needle for all of us? And this is, you know, when you're on a team, everyone needs to know that not just the leader and so in terms of micro monitoring everyone then has their game plan they each have their own pathway back to pathway and we have very specific milestones in terms of what do i need to do by when and how does my work interface with and impact the others on the team that's micro monitoring as is checking in regularly having conversations to talk about what's working and what's not and if it's not working what are the things we're going to do to bring it back on course? So back to the metaphor of pathways, right? We can deviate off our pathway and we can find ourselves pretty quickly into the wilderness. But if we have a great leader, a guide who's checking in regularly, they might see some of the pitfalls before we get there and help us, you know, instead of going miles off course, we're just a few yards down a pathway where it's getting really dark at night. So I think very much, back to the basics on performance improvement, back to the basics on great leadership in terms of what are the skills? What is the conversation? What are we doing to really have ongoing feedback? And I think that feedback loop has been a big piece that's gotten lost in this last year plus of the pandemic. Uh, feedback and all of performance conversations were difficult in the best of times face to face. And people have either just not had them or brush them under the rug. And the rug is really like, you know, taking all the space in the room right now. So part of reconnecting is also going to be re, uh, you know, looking at what is expected now going forward, what do we need to do? What is success going to look like? What's expected? What are the feedback loops? And what can everyone count on from each other, whether they're there, see each other every day, two days a week, or once in a blue moon, still on Zoom. And so we need to be very, not only intentional, but very specific and make sure that we're having these ongoing feedback loops. And, and you know, doing some work, I would imagine, around trust. You know, last yes. week we had uh, the grand opportunity to work with uh, a team of about 15 professionals where we spent two whole days just on trust. And it's funny how people come into those conversations thinking, oh, I really don't have anything to contribute or I really don't have anything to say. And, you know, by the time day two is over, right, you know, you have this mountain <laughs> of information and things that have been said and uh, people don't realize how important it is for them to engage and interact and share. And I think when leaders create an environment for people to share and give good feedback around trust. You know, we tell our leaders uh, when we facilitate trust, open up and let the team know 
that, you know, unless you stole something from petty cash or (laughs) one of the GL lines, you're not going to get fired today for being honest and authentic, right? If there's something in my leadership that may be a blind spot in our relationship, it's important for me to know. And as long as we can do that respectfully, you'll, I find that teams that have leaders who are open to that dialogue and conversation, they're better. They're just better. And they make better decisions. They make faster decisions and they work together, you know, with a huge amount of authenticity and trust opposed to that top down leader that decides what they want to do with the organization and have a meeting. And they expect everyone to just buy in, nod their head and said, okay, that's a great idea. We're going to do it. But when you have trust on a team, it creates space for people to push back and say, you know, Jennifer, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. It's a great idea, but is this the right timing for our organization? And so to your point, bringing people to the table. And I would even adventure to say bringing people to the table at various levels of the organization, right? Mm -hmm. If we're going to change the way we do customer service, why don't we have some of the people who do phone service for the customer service uh, uh, department come to the room uh, every blue moon and share their experiences around what's happening on the dialer? Yeah, (laughs) well... uh, and likewise, why are leaders not going into those contexts, right? If Absolutely. we're really leading, we need to understand what the business is all about. And with the complexity, you know, as much as we can, virtually or physically, how how do we as senior leaders have our hands on the pulse and understand really what's happening? And I think very much that's a, that's another piece that has become so apparent in this last year, people realizing maybe I was isolated or, you know, maybe I just didn't really know what was going on. And now seeing that it's even more complex, all remote, you know, back going back into the workspace, how do we really look at what, you know, how do we bring people together from across the organization? And this is, but this is back to group coaching, which we talked about last time in our conversation. So uh, very much, you know, it's, there's methodologies, there's things that we can be doing to facilitate these conversations. That's the easy part. Um, you know, the, the the tricky part is showing that you are trusting others, that you trust yourself as a leader, mm. and that you're open to the feedback, right? It has to be a dialogue. It needs to be a two-way, two-way street of feedback. Well, I'll tell you, Jennifer, my last question for you is this, and I know our audience would, would like to know this too. What are one or two tips that you can leave us with? We we never want you to leave us. We always <laughs> want to have the Jennifer J. Britton marathon. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be back at some point, Christina. <laughs> but but until we can have you back on the show, I, I would just like to hear from one of our world's top coaches. And and I want our audience to know that you were the first to really write in this space of team and group coaching. I mean, I want to just give honor to you, Jennifer, and the work that you've done. Um, I I don't think it's a coincidence that your work was somewhat held up until this pandemic. I just believe that this book is going to be a bestseller overnight. So can you just share with us a couple of tips and and um, we'll be back on our own pathway? 
Well, I was going to share the micro monitor, don't micromanage. So that was, that's a, that's a given. That's definitely one of the things to really think about. But I think another piece is also remembering to keep things simple, right? It is about the conversation. I know you say that in your podcast, but it is one conversation at a time. It is about re like bringing it back to basics in so many layers, whether it's the basics around what a great organization means, the back to the basics in terms of like, what does it mean to really connect and have a conversation? But let's keep it simple because there is so much complexity in not only where we are now, but where we're going as a world in terms of rebuilding economies, right? That's a whole next layer and which is one of the reasons why I'm getting this work out. As someone who has worked on the economic front of post-disaster, I know how important it is that we get workplaces up and running and doing their best work so that we can really get back as a human race on our feet. And so very much, I think, let's bring it back to the basics, right? Communicate, collaborate, connect. What can you do to build skills, build capability in those areas and really bring people together for dialogue to solve the challenges and opportunities and seize the opportunities that lie ahead? Because there will be both challenges and opportunities as we continue to move forward. Wow, that's powerful. Jennifer, I know the book is going to be released on all platforms uh, in hardback and uh, soft cover and as well as digital. Can you tell us June 15th, are there pre-order opportunities? I would love for our audience to get their hands on a copy as soon as possible. So again, one of the one of the challenges of this last year of pandemic is it's impacted the presses, right? It has impacted the presses. So June 15th is a current date for uh, hard coffees to start rolling off the presses on Amazon. You can also head on over for pre-order, pre-launch, uh, you know, updates and orders on reconnecting workspaces with an s.com and i'll keep people posted as well but this is this is going to be a digital resource it's a physical resource as i shared you know there's going to be opportunities for people to come together and um, maybe join me later this summer for uh you know for a tete-a-tete virtually in terms of let's talk about what you and your organization need to move forward and, so and, I, and if, the, if the book isn't enough, you all can reach uh, Jennifer and uh, her co-host, uh, Michelle Mullins, at Remote Pathways Podcasts across digital platforms. I've had an opportunity to listen to it. It is fantastic. I enjoy their energy and their collaboration as a team. And so, listen, folks, we are so excited to have spoken to one of the world's top coaches, uh, Miss Jennifer Britton. Jennifer, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Christina. I so love your energy and what you're bringing. I know that as a pod podcaster to podcaster, you know, this is just sheer quality. So I'll look forward to um, passing cro crossing paths again. Yes, I think we are due to at some point uh, in 2021 have a conversation around uh, virtual illustration and uh, how to use virtual illustration and graphic illustration uh, in remarks, remote spaces. So listen, we'll be coming back uh, for you uh, once again with round three. Until then, folks, listen, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you at the top.
Thank you for tuning in to Exec Talk with Paradigm 360, where executive leadership meets values, authenticity, and integrity in the marketplace. If you would like to know more about Paradigm 360 Consulting, check us out on the web, www.paradigm360consulting.com, or continue the Exec Talk conversation on Twitter at Paradigm 360 underscore LLC. Until then, in the words of executive leadership coach Christina Lee, we'll see you at the top.